1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, welcome back to An Athlete Journey. I'm your host, Travis Reed, and today I got a special guest, somebody I grew up with. I watched him ever since we was in, he was in high school, you know, uh, he was like, anybody ever see that movie air up there? This is him. You know what I'm saying? Um, (laughs) just check out air up there. And that's how he was. He was a guy that had the monster hops was dunking on everybody. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, this dude is, this dude is in high school. I couldn't believe it when I first saw him. So, uh, he's, he's had a super successful career Uh, We went to UCLA together for a year, and after that, he's just been, you know, like I said, he's just took his levels to so many levels, you know, so many heights. I'm just so proud of him as his friend, so just want to introduce him. Mr. Kevin Daly, say what's up, man. What's going on, Trav? I'm finally (laughs) on, man. I'm finally on the famous show. Let's do it. (laughs) We're pretty much, man. Like I said, I, you know, Like I said before, I've just admired your career. I've watched it from afar and just so super happy, like I said, to have you on the show today. Um, You you know what I'm saying? So let's get, I know he, like I said, he's a busy man, folks. So we're going to get right into these questions. All right. How did your basketball journey start?
0: Man, my basketball journey started in Panama city, Panama, Central America. That's where I'm from. Mm -hmm. Uh, We, I grew up playing every sport for fun and For some reason, basketball was the one that stood out. But I think it was really because basketball, the the beauty about basketball is that you don't need anybody else to play basketball. You can go out there with a basket, your ball and play by yourself. And I was so addicted to it that my friends didn't want to play as often as I wanted to play. So I just used to get my ball and and go hoop. Uh, I used to play New Year's Eve when everybody was saying happy new years. I was thinking to myself, everybody is celebrating. Let me go work on my game. So I will grab my basketball and and be uh, shooting a layup saying I'm the first one this year uh, making a layup. I'm the only one working on my free throws right now. So it all started way, way back then.
1: Okay. So you said you were doing other sports. Like was anything that you were really interested in or no?
0: It was fun, but I never like, I joined a team for baseball. Uh, and I was I only lasted one day in practice because the the practice was not fast enough for me, right? Uh, I played soccer for fun as well. I never went out there for football because, you know, I was so scared of getting hurt where I couldn't play basketball. And you know me, I was always that slim skinny. You're <laughs> not, not, not going to be cracking me and then I can't play
1: basketball. No, nah, so got you.
0: Basketball is the one where I played uh like just structured basketball.
1: Okay. Now, a hey, growing up, uh I you know obviously was in Panama, AAU. Did you was there a, a, like a type of AAU uh basketball out there?
0: So, I moved to the United States to LA uh what it was uh starting my 7th grade. So, I came pretty young. And then back then, when I came, I started playing at the YMCA in South Central on, what was it? Uh, It's on Vermont and something. forgot the cross street.
1: Manchester, I think.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been up up
1: there, so I know. Yeah,
0: that's where I started. And then I used to play, you know, in high school with Artesia. We had our own AAU team. You you know that. (laughs) We used to have the the five best from our squad and then pick up some others from other – teams and then we'll play slam and jam and we'll go to vegas and palm springs and these Mm. it wasn't it was nothing like the level that it is today but it was a high level at that time
1: well no no look i remember man like i said i went to artesia i was gonna go to artesia it was just so far out of the way from where i lived i just you know i couldn't do it i was at the school like at six in the morning my pops had to drop me off on his way to la so he was like nah Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna right, take right. you to LA with me. So, anyway, now obviously, you had probably a lot of memorable moments in Artesia, right? Oh, um, yeah. what would you say your most memorable moment in high school was?
0: I mean, I, I have like team memorable moments and then individual memorable moments. So, uh, the just team get one of each, yeah. You know, it was just continuing the legacy of winning. And we won CIF that year. We beat Centennial, Compton Centennial, and that was that was a high because that was the first like real championship that I ever won, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: uh, that was a a team memorable moment. And an individual when I got to Artesia, I I had uh, transferred over from Luzinger.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: I mean all I could do was jump at that time. I had no basketball skills. Uh, but Wayne Marino the coach he really took me under his wing and we used to work out I'm talking about every second that I have free I'm working out Mm -hmm. so eventually it worked out in my senior year uh, I was able to win MVP of the league and I was player of the year co-player of the year with one of the Collins twins either Jason or Jerron Collins one of the two we were Mm -hmm. co-player of the year and you know, made it to, like, the Lakewood Hall of Fame and all kind of these di- these different things that I never thought it was possible. But, you know, with the work that I put in at that time, it came through. So that, that was memorable for me.
1: No, that makes a lot of sense, man. Like I said, I used to watch those teams and, like, secretly maybe kind of even wanted to play on them. So, you know, yeah. I remember those. So, yeah. yeah, obviously you're one of the top players. You were all CIF first team and all that, right, your senior year? Yeah, 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 because because
0: I got the player of the CIF player of the year with with uh one of the Collins twins.
1: Yeah, so So obviously you probably have your your choice of colleges. Uh, what Mm -hmm. made you pick? You know, how'd you get to UCLA?
0: So I didn't I didn't have that many to be to be honest. I had a few uh, because I blossomed so late.
1: Mm -hmm. So
0: eventually, my freshman year, I went to the University of Nevada, Reno. I was the only freshman playing. Uh, the recruiting trip was epic. So that's probably why I ended <laughs> up going there. right? <laughs> but but then in the summertime, I was playing with Cameron Dollar. They had just won the championship at UCLA. Mm, we were playing mm. the St. Classics. And he was like, man, we need to get you at UCLA. And I'm like, really? What? What you mean? Um, so eventually it worked out. And at that time, you didn't see many people transferring up like that. Right. But mm-hmm. you go down. And mm-hmm. I I believe and I don't have the facts behind it, but I believe that I was either one of the first or the first transfer into the basketball, UCLA basketball program.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: That's what somebody told me. I haven't checked the facts of that. But then I went to UCLA and um, I was there a uh, redshirt year, um, practicing with everybody and doing all all the things I just couldn't play. Mm-hmm. And then the second year I was eligible to play and that was Barron's freshman year, Earl mm-hmm. freshman year. And, then, and uh, that was your year too, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. When, yeah, yeah. when you yep. came in. Yep. So that, and then, you know, you know, I decided to leave after that.
1: No, I got you. I got you. I was always wondering like, how'd you get to, you know, UCLA? Cause I was like, man, you know what I'm saying? D- if Deke's here, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. going to be, you know, he's going to be something crazy. I think obviously everything got, you know, thrown a wrench into when uh Coach Herrick got fired and all that whole situation. And yeah, yeah, I think I think if Herrick would have been there, it would have been like a kind of a different kind of situation for a lot of for a lot of players.
0: I think so. I think I think uh the the way I felt and just just everybody got their own feelings. So mm-hmm. but the way I felt that when Coach Herrick got fired, I also got fired, you know, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh I felt that I deserved A few couple more minutes than I was getting. Um, But, you know, I used to have meetings with the coaching staff and literally ask them, hey, what do I need? These exact words that I'm saying, what do I need to do to get on the court? I just need to do it. And their answer would be, you're doing everything that you need to do. Right. So I would much rather and tell me, hey man, you need to work on your jump shot, work on your left, work on the defense, work on something to to give me some hope and something to go out there and work on. Mm-hmm. So that was very mm-hmm. difficult to swallow because uh I didn't even have a road map to what to work on to get on the court. <laughs> um, hey, yeah. What what what, I, what else am I supposed to do if I want if I had I had UCLA was great. I loved the school, right? We loved the campus, we loved the weather. We love the prestige of saying you play for UCLA basketball, mm-hmm. but I had further goals than UCLA. My goals mm-hmm. did not stop at UCLA. So in order for me to reach the goals that I had, I had to leave as difficult as it was. I just had to leave.
1: No, it makes sense. I mean, I did it the next year after you. So, you yeah. Know. <laughs> so yeah, I just, yeah. I just wanted to be happy hooping. Like it didn't matter what the school was. Yeah, absolutely. So, so after UCLA, you go to the zoos Pacific and you yep. played there for a couple of years. Yep. Right. So what happens after Azusa? How do what's the what's the process of like the next level for you?
0: So at Azusa I had a I had a good career at Azusa. Uh we went all the way to the NAIA final four. We actually we actually got to play against Cameron Dollar when he was coaching a basketball. Uh-huh. Team that my first year and the whole team came to like Earl Barron everybody laughing they all came to the the game and I smacked them for like 27. Yeah, something I was like, at
1: the I was at the game. You was there too, something yeah.
0: like that. <laughs> anyway, uh after Azusa man, the world it really is started. Um, I had me and another game, another player from NAIA, Snap Hunter. We were the only two players that got invited to Portsmouth in the NBA Portsmouth. Um, but man, I was so broke, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't even get there, man. You know, I didn't have I didn't have a dime to my to to my bank account, so I couldn't get there. Um so I decided to go somewhere else where I could get paid to go and uh went to Costa Rica first and then I went to like Taiwan. I've, I've been you know, Taiwan, Australia, I played a year there, um uh, Turkey, uh and then eventually uh I got the Michael Jordan commercial.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and
0: i i had signed with the globe trotters this is 2002 i had signed with the globe trotters but i was on i was i hadn't played yet we were just we didn't have any games so i was just in phoenix working out and then they approached me about the michael jordan commercial they told me they looked everywhere detroit chicago new york la and they couldn't find somebody that had the similar stature as michael jordan he did in 92 and could do the dunks as he did and you know everything similar so eventually I did it. Uh and I got let go of the Globe Trotters and I knew I was. So I told the people the commercial, the only way that I can do it is if you buy out my contract with the Globe Trotters. And they wanted me so bad that it went from uh ten thousand dollars they were offering me for the commercial to a hundred. So
1: <laughs> oh, wow
0: in three, in three days. So I left in a heartbeat, didn't even hesitate. And then two years later, I went back and joined the Globe Trotters. And that's when I did my 10-year stint with with them.
1: Yeah, I remember, I remember actually, uh, you know, I remember I think you were, I don't know if you was in Holland when I saw you, but I remember I, remember. I went to see y'all overseas and I was like, yo, oh my gosh, <laughs> dude. Deke is like the main guy. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like you went like to the like the main, main guy who's talking. Right doing right. the stuff and like interacting right. with the fans, not just the dunker guy.
0: Right, right. You know it saying? was so much fun, man. It, it, it was all about personality and mm-hmm. being able to fit in in that position and, and being witty and being good with people and and just, you know, just being a leader. And it, it worked out for me. Uh, I learned from some people that were there before me and I just took it to to the level that I possibly could take it.
1: Okay, so you do your 10-year stint with the Globe Trotters, right? Yeah. Now, when, is, when did you know it was time to kind of retire from that, from yeah. doing that? So I walked away when I
0: probably could have done another five years easily. Um, but it was just no longer fun.
1: Mm. Um,
0: I think the organizations were going in a direction that I didn't agree with. Uh, that's one. And then two, I always said, if I'm not having fun, I'm away from my from my little girl, I had one daughter at the time. I'm away from her so much that if I'm not having fun, it's not worth it, you know? So I decided to walk away and everybody was shocked and surprised. And I was the highest paid player and still in their eyes, their guy. But I knew that time would come at some point. Then I wanted that time to come when I wanted it to come, not when somebody else dictated mm. that time for me. OK, so okay. I decided to leave, man, not knowing exactly not having an exact road map, but I just knew, man, I, I'm a grinder. You know, I, I'll figure it out. You know, it was it was rough, but I figured it
1: out. No, I feel you on that, man. Like I was I remember you had played for a really long time and I was like, dang, yeah. after you retired, I was wondering what was you doing next. Yeah. So uh before we get into what you obviously what you did after the Globe trotters, yeah. what would be your best advice? you know, just athletically to the next generation of a player like yourself?
0: Um, I would would tell them to take care of their body Mm. early, right? Mm. Um, Make sure that it's in good shape and nutrition and all that. Mm. Uh, And just be focused. Be focused on the goal, right? There's going to be so many distractions that uh, are going to try to deviate you from where you want to be. Mm-hmm. I mean I tell you when I was at when I was at Azusa, my last year I was so focused man that <laughs> it's funny but you know any any girl that I would mess with had to come rebound for me before we even <laughs> uh you <laughs> got to hang out.
1: <laughs> That's how focused I was, man. Hey, I got you, man. I respect that. No, no, no. We ain't gonna do that. You gotta go rebound for me. Yeah, yes. yeah,
0: Let's go shoot first. I gotta put in hundred shots. Let me work on my free throw, something. You know, so, I mean, just just stay focused. Just stay focused.
1: Okay. Okay. So yeah. So fast forward back to like I said, after you retire from, from the Globe Trotters, what 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 happens next for you?
0: So I wrote my autobiography mm. and uh, and I, I literally wrote the whole book and I just got help in the end to just structure it into a book and editing and all that. But I wrote it. I didn't have a ghostwriter. Right. Uh, and, you know, something happened that I didn't expect to happen, mm. which is we I won an award for the book. It was the the reader's favorite gold medal award in its category. So I'm like, what in the world? Like I just wrote this to just tell my story and help me get to booking gigs and and, and motivational speaking. Mm -hmm. So that that did a lot for me right there. Um, And I started doing a lot of motivational speaking, but I failed in the beginning of motivational speaking because I didn't know the business around it. I just knew that I was comfortable on stage. So eventually I had to join corporate America. But I had like massive success quickly in corporate America that I again, I didn't expect. but all I did was take the same attributes that I had from sports into corporate America. And uh, I like literally the first job that I had literally um, they had a plaque on the wall that are that saying the fastest promotion ever in the history of the company. where well, I got promoted <laughs> like within six, six months, I got promoted into like a leadership position. Right. And I'm 38 joining corporate America, getting what, like the salary was like a 60 K salary a month. I'm sorry uh, for the year, you know, coming from getting paid a whole lot more. But I had to humble myself and I say, you know, I, I need to learn. I need to mm-hmm. learn and navigate. Then eventually I got me some coaching and training for motivational speaking. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, that's what I do. of the time now, and I've been booked by, like, Microsoft, Northrop Grumman, uh, Paycom, and universities and and all that. And so after that, uh, I also created uh, the Daily Speakers Academy, where we help former collegiate and former professional athletes to leverage their athletic backgrounds into paid speaking engagements, So I I get the pleasure to still be working with with athletes and helping them do what I've done, uh, which is just go out there, share my story, pull out some some lessons from that story, and uh, and get paid for it. So,
1: man, that's a heck of a thing, brother. I got, you know, I'm saying because I was looking for the same thing. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just to tell my story and things like that, you know, starting Mm -hmm. in that. I'll say if I want to start, I want to start at zero, level zero. So then we go from there. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, Well, dang, dude, that's a heck of a story, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, people don't, if people want to find, you know, him like, you know, he's going to give us social media in a minute, but I just want to say like, he's really doing his thing. And he's really helping a lot of people, man. I'm so proud of him. we seeing what he's done. Now, I got one last question for you, you know, Kevin, man. Um, as athletes, former athletes, you know, we all go through like a low time in our life and yeah. career. Um, how did you get, you know, out of your low time? Was it your family? Was it, you know, God? Was it yourself? Or, you know, was it? What yeah. was it that got you out of it?
0: Yeah, so I mean, I, I had several low times. One of the low times was when I left UCLA, right?
1: Mm-hmm. It, it <laughs> like, that whole
0: year, that whole year was tough. Yeah, there were times yeah. I used to be in the shower just crying because, like, man, I know I deserve to play,
1: right? Agreed. Um, you but, know, it's, uh, I'm already knowing, so I'm already knowing. Right,
0: <laughs> right. So, um, but I mean, I, I I create goals for myself, mm. right? Whatever it could be personal goals it could be career goals it could be athletic goals Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. usually that is what keeps me on track is knowing that whatever is is getting in between you know my goal is bigger than that Mm -hmm. and i just fight through those you know transitioning from professional sports to real life that was a heck of a transition oh (laughs) that was (laughs) i was lost yeah Lucky for me, uh, just right around that time, I met my my wife. We she, she was my wife now, but um, right around that time, I met her, and she helped me tremendously to kind of show me the value that I can bring to organizations and and you know what what I have in me because I didn't know. You know, I'm going out there. I was telling her, I said, "Man, why would anybody hire me? All I know is." All I know is to play basketball. And she said, man, fool, you better sit down right here. Look, 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 you know how to work with a team within a team. You've been a leader in just about every team that you've been a part of. You know how to get up when you're down, you know, how to uh, create goals and achieve goals. I mean, she just broke it down in which all of us athletes have, mm-hmm. right. But sometimes we just don't know that we have that. And that just helped me tremendously and gave me the confidence mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. out there and say, you know what? You're right. You know, I just got to figure it out. But once I figure it out, man, y'all in trouble, <laughs>
1: you, know, like, <laughs> you better watch
0: out. And, and that's, and that's what happened.
1: Well, nah, man, that's a hell of a story, man. Like Kevin, I want to say thank you, man. Like I said, I, I appreciate you making time out of your busy schedule to, you yes, know, sir. Talk, to talk to me, man. Uh, like I said, I've, 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 Watch you blossom, you know, always from high school all the way to what you are now. Appreciate Um, it, man. You know, so I appreciate you for coming on. Uh, please let everybody know where they can, you know, sign up for your school or you know, like where they want to follow you at, anything like that. So,
0: we have a free Facebook group. Uh, but just send me a message mr trotter 21 mr trotter 21 that is my my social media on everything you can send me a message and i can send you a link to the group or if you find it as the motivational speaking roadmap for former uh, athletes that's the name of the group but i before i go man i just want i want to give you flowers too man um i've seen you you know i've known you for for quite a bit and and uh just to see you on this platform i, I would never I never thought that I would see you on a platform like this, right? <laughs> but just to see that, and also, man, I've been, mean, I've been, I've been following you as well. I know you had a, a good career in Europe, and I think you, you, your number was just retired, or you just hit, yeah, that, yeah, right? yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They put yeah. me in the Hall of Fame in yes, both, yes. both the countries I was in
0: man that's, that's 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 love and then I'll, and, and i've seen the the amount of books that you've been reading
1: too <laughs> right
0: so yeah, yeah. i mean that that's a complete different travis than what we knew back then right <laughs> so, just to see the evolution uh and the growth and the maturity that has uh that that you displayed man it's it's i'm happy to see that as well man so i'm proud of you as well man keep it up if I can support it in any way, just holler at me.
1: Well, like I said, Katie, man, you are by, by coming on, man. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you coming on for sure. All right, yo, folks. Uh, like I said, we'll see y'all next week. You can follow me at Travis W. Reed. That's R-E-E-D, Travis W. on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I have, you know, I post all my social media on both those sites. And to Kevin's point, uh, I'm on LinkedIn and I have a book club. Actually, Travis Reads a uh, Journey Book Club. If you want to, you know, if you're on there, if you're looking to see how many books I've wrote and I review on all of them, you can follow me on that too. All right, y'all. We'll talk to you later. Peace.